Welcome to episode 51 of They Think It's All Over. And this week, for a little change, we are going to all discuss our favourite WrestleManias. No, Mike, Mike, I told you, we're not doing that. So we're just going to do fucking football kits. Oh, whatever, get on with it then. This is why you're not allowed to do this. Right, welcome to They Think It's All Over, the football shirt show. Well, we are very, very lucky this week, listeners, because joining us for once, promptly and on time, we have Scotty, the Flying Scotsman. Hello, Scott. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> not too bad, not too bad. You haven't got your hands uh, around any choppers today? No, not today, not on, a, on holiday, thankfully. So, Give it his mouth a rest. <laughs> <laughs> and as you might have heard, Tom, welcome Tom, the shirt fan. How are you, Tom? All right, you are? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, AD. Yeah, very, very much looking forward to Scott's contribution this week. He's got well, some making up to do. He's got a lot of making up to do. but uh, And that leads us on to uh, the final panellist today. A very, very, very excited Mike at Footy Shirts. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. I'd be better if we could just talk about wrestling for an hour just for a change. But hey, you know, it's not what people listen to us for, is it? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know why people do listen to us. So, uh, yeah, um, let's let's try everything and see what sticks, shall we? <laughs> Mike, what is WrestleMania? What, sorry, what? <laughs> that that Jesus Christ! That's like me asking you what the World Cup is. <laughs> I can honestly say I've never watched one in my entire life. That blows my mind. I, do you know, when I was a kid, I, spent, I literally I, I touched on obviously my my grand last week. I spent most of my childhood sat with my nan and my granddad watching WrestleManias with Hulk Hogan. And my nan used to think it was real, I swear. So as a kid, it was all I did. I watched it all the way through till I was an adult, then stopped for a few years. And it blows my mind to think nobody's ever watched it. Somebody, sorry, has never watched a single WrestleMania. That's insane. Was it very PC? Wasn't there a character that was called Triple K or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I might like. <laughs> not quite, not quite. I'm going to just put that out there and just correct that and say, no, I think you're probably referring to Triple H. If you look at some of the wrestlers' backgrounds in real life, as our guest today does a podcast about Wrestle Me, that's a great podcast to listen to if you like that that background story to some of the not so PC stuff they do get up to. But I think most of the characters, fortunately, are strictly PC, especially nowadays. Anyway, Tri- Triple K is the DH Gate version. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one you get if you order it off Wish. <laughs> uh, Scott, I can see you got your hand up. Literally, can we, can we have no more questions on this? Can we just? Uh... <laughs> Right, okay. In that case, if you're still listening, this week for you, we have got the usual kit news. We have a special feature, if you haven't guessed already, with Pete Donaldson, host of WrestleMania and the founder of Football Ramble. And of course, we've also got our new weekly feature for you, Scotty Rance. You were warned, you asked for it back, it's not our fault. Right, news this week, gentlemen, who's got what? I'll go first if you want. We tweeted about it, but did everybody see what happened with the the Colo Colo shirt? I think it's a pretty interesting story. For anybody that didn't see it, basically me, myself and Adrian helped to, to try and find out exactly what happened and what we kind of got to the bottom of it was that there was a sponsor change for Colo Colo on their kits, which meant the gold kit that they would have been wearing in the, what is basically the Chilean Cup final, was rendered useless. Um, and the one thing I can't quite figure out is whether or not the kits weren't made in time, whether the, the plans were just out of line or, or whatever. But basically, 
yeah, they ended up with with no kit to wear. So they improvised like like many times we've seen before, and we ended up with a one off kit. But we kind of all recognised the kit that they used a little bit because it was actually an Adidas template pre match shirt that was actually kind of put together for the home nations, uh, predominantly obviously. Scotland, Wales, and I believe Northern Ireland, because obviously they're the ones with Adidas. Um, and they they basically badged it up, printed it up to match spec. It looked magnificent. But yeah, it's essentially a pre-match shirt being worn in a cup final. Incredible stuff. The Spanish wasn't great, but uh, it looked like a lot of the Colo Colo fans were, were not happy about it at all, actually. And it did seem to intimate it was... Uh, supply chain issues from Adidas not getting the kits ready in time. But um, what did you reckon, Scott? That has to be premeditated because we all know what the South American sponsors are like on their shirts. There's no way that that was like a last minute thing. That's that has to be calculated. And somebody's gone right. What are we going to do? And they've just gone print this. Don't tell anybody. Get on the pitch. I mean, it's a great story, and I thought the shirt looked all right. But then, as you said, Adi, we're obviously not. Uh, the ultras, so they, they didn't seem too chuffed about it. But I thought it looked quite cool. So, so why were they not happy with it? Was it, was it the sponsor they didn't like or the colour? It seemed to be the colour not being uh, traditional colo colo colours, um, and also they just thought they got a short straw from Adidas. Adidas don't seem to have a great rep in South and Central America for the quality and um, how promptly they produce kits. They uh, went on to lose the final, despite what I wrote in the tweet when we put out about it, because I'd been awake for about seven hours already with an ill child, so I wrote that Colo Colo won that final, but they didn't. So it's yet another one-off shirt that doesn't even have any history to go with it other than a, a losing final. To all the Colo Colo fans that didn't like it, YOLO, YOLO, it's a nice kit. Get on with it. Did anybody spot uh, another shirt-related story like that in Europe this week? So, Standard Liège had to do very similar at the weekend as well. They're, um, they were playing FC Sariang, well, so, again, do figure <laughs> my pronunciation, take after my... Uh, <laughs> And uh, the opponents wear a red and black kit. Standard Liège could not wear their usual home or away. Instead, wore a one-off set of kits uh, produced by, by Adidas, which was like a, a grey makeshift monochrome um, badged kit. So, yeah, uh, Adidas again had to uh, badge up another template for them to wear in this kit. One-off, not available in stores. And, um, yeah, happened twice in a week. There we go. So you could say non-standard Liège. <laughs> Come on, that's a good one. Let's see if he can keep it up, though. Tom, what news have you got for us? Oh, it's a pretty quiet week. Um, Nothing that big, really. We're just going for the new Italy home and away shirts by Adidas. First time in a number of decades that they're with the free stripes. Um, And yeah, people seem to be quite liking these shirts after a little bit of uproar from the leaked photos. But now we've seen the home shirt properly and the away shirt too. It seems like the consensus is they're pretty solid efforts by Adidas. I, I actually think they are solid. The home shirt is an Italy shirt, which is, you know, all you can ask for really. And I think it's a lot better than a lot of Puma's efforts of the last 20 years. I like the authentic material pattern that Adidas uses on the shirts. And the away shirt, which I don't know if anyone's seen it, is uh, the white with the marble effect. I think it's again yeah. like a, an interesting effort from Adidas for a, for an Italy away shirt, and it's a bit like that Arsenal away shirt. Do you remember the marbled halls of Highbury? They had that. It's a little bit like that, but in a blue colorway. So I like both of them. But what what does everyone else think? Well, first of all, because they're not made by Puma, they won't be fucking shell suits. 
like they were back in the mid to late 2000s. So that's good. Um, I also think that the, I mean, I, you all know I'm a fan of Authentic and I think that the Authentic version with them taped stripes like we saw with the, the World Cup Adidas shirts will be really nice. And the the tricolored flag, the subtleness. I know everybody wanted that, and, and I was one of them. They wanted the actual stripes in the tricolor, but I think that subtle detail is nice. And then the taping down the side. So I think there's I think there's a few details in there that are that are really good. And yeah, I think it's a solid effort. The only thing I don't like is the coffee stains on the marble in the away. I think they they probably could have done maybe without that, but I, I'll probably pick up the home. I, I really like it. Coffee stains, they're a bit dubious colour, actually, aren't they, when you start considering what stains they could be, but, um, yeah. <laughs> um, have you seen the bespoke name sets they're getting as well, these kits? They're like yeah. a kind of Roman-style typography. I think that's that's a nice touch for these shirts as well. I think I don't really see how people can complain about these efforts because they're instantly recognisable for what they are, which is what you want for a national team. And they're, you know, they've put their own stamp on it. So I think good job, Adidas. I really like them. I mean, when the leaks come out, I I said at the time I quite liked the, the home shirt in particular over the away one. But now they're both out. Not only do I really, really like the, the home, I really like the away. And I think that sometimes shirts as pairs as home and away sets just look incredible i think when they're together they're going to look really really good because they complement each other really well and you know what i'd even go as far as saying personally i think the, the home is easily the the best italy home they've had since they were with kappa i i do i genuinely think that it's it's incredibly good to be honest no. with you. Yeah, oh, the Renaissance. Better than the Renaissance shirt. Better. Did you know what? Maybe it's just because I'm not a massive lover of Italy and Italian shirts and so on. The 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 Renaissance shirts they were okay, but I'll be honest with you that I was never that sort of like into them. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because. I don't know, maybe it, it doesn't help the, the argument for anybody else because I'm a bit of an Adidas fanboy and I love Adidas. I think that, like Scotty touched on, what they've done with the stripes I think is better than just going tricolour stripes because it was what everybody wanted and expected. So they've done it a little bit different and I think it looks good. And I think the Italians love it because the FIGC store was out of Home Authentics by 10 o'clock in the morning. So the Italians clearly love it. There we go, there we go. But that's not the only kit news out of Italy this week, is it, Tom? I think we've got some breaking news as we're recording this. Yeah, we've seen AC Milan doing what they do best and what they did last year, a shirt I really wish I'd picked up and never did. Last year, I don't know if people remember that Neman AC Milan shirt they released. It was a a collaboration with a fashion house from Milan. They've done something similar, and they're going to be releasing another special shirt this season with another fashion house, which I believe is called... Cochet or Cochet. And it's kind of like a broken black and red striped affair. They're a little similar to the Neman stylings from, from last season. And uh, it's got a funky collar on it as well by the looks of it. So we'll tweet a picture of that one out. I think that looks nice. Although like with all of these fashion collabs, it's going to piss some people off, isn't it? Is it going to be worn? That's the main question. Yeah, well, we don't know. It's literally uh, just come out. Um some people, I think uh, the Spires tweeted out already, commenting there's, there's no Puma logo on it. Uh, although uh, Cochet or Cock, depending on how you want to pronounce it, have collabed with Puma before. Uh, oh, no, there's no Puma badge. So maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't. Would it be a first time to wear it without the badge of the primary 
kit producer. I don't know. Yeah, because Palace and Juve is still had Adidas. The, I guess the I guess the Jumpman stuff probably counts as that because that's that's Nike and they've ditched the Nike logo for Jumpman. I suppose but, that's but Jump is Nike though. Yeah, same group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if somebody wants to let us know, that'd be great. There we go. Question for the listeners for once. Um, we certainly, 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 certainly don't know it all. Um, what else have we got this week? Scott, come on, wrap up the news for us. So, um, a very nice tribute to finish off with, again, coming out of South America, and this time it is from Santos. Last weekend, because of when we're recording, was the first game that Santos played since the very sad passing of Pele. And they had not one, not two, not three, but four tributes on the shirt that they wore um, during the game. Um, we did tweet out a picture of this, so you may have already seen it, and I'm sure you three have already seen it. But So we had a black ribbon, and they had a crown, because obviously his nickname out there is the king. They had a nice crown above the badge. And they also had on every player's shirt in a multitude of languages, thank you, king, um, below the number. And I did try and look because I noticed that there was lots of different languages and I wondered if potentially the players were wearing Thank You King that matched their nationality, but they didn't. So I think they've just gone for a widespread of of world languages. And then the most obvious thing was that every single player wore number 10. So they had their, everybody wore their squad number. So, you know, if you were, for example, if you were number 20, then they added a divided by two. And that was across the board. So every player wore their squad number and then a multiplication, division or addition, subtraction to get that number down to 10. So the entire squad wore number 10. Now, it's not the first time we've seen it. You know, obviously, Zamorano's famous Inter shirt. But yeah, it was, it was really cool. And the best bit about the whole thing for me was that they won the game. So... They had this huge tribute to Pele, and they won the game two one. So it was a it was a really nice touch and a, and a perfect way to to tribute Pele at Santos. Yeah, it was nice to see a good tribute. We've we've seen a couple similar things actually recently. Might might as well just mention them. Uh, of course, the sad passing of Gianluca Vialli and Sinisa Mihailovic as well. Their former club Sampdoria made a nice tribute to the pair of them in their not the last game, but I think the fixture before that they had a nice touch with. Uh, Luca and Sinisa on the the back of the collar of their shirts for their game. So, yeah, nice nice tributes we've seen, unfortunately, a few times in the last few weeks. Right, I think that wraps up the news. Don't think we've uh, avoided the Valentine massacre issue at Napoli. You'll have to sit tight a little bit longer for Scotty Rance, I imagine. Come on, Mike, and see your side. What's coming up? Wow, we've been banging on about it for ages. As everybody would know by now, me and Tom were really, really excited to talk to Pete Donaldson, who is the host and founder of the Football Ramble and of my favourite podcast, the greatest podcast of all time other than this one, um, which is Wrestle Me, um, which is why I wanted to talk about wrestling for this hour, but again, wasn't allowed. But yeah, we, we got to talk to Pete. Amazing chat. And I think everybody's really going to enjoy this one. So welcome to today's feature on They Think It's All Over. And it's a very special one for me and Mike because we have our podcast inspiration with us today. He's sartorially the most elegant member of the Football Ramble. 
He's <laughs> part of Stack Productions and half of WrestleMe. It is WrestleMe Peter, Peter Donaldson. Hey, WrestleMe chaps. Um, yeah, I'm definitely the weakest part of that particular uh, duo. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it, uh, yeah, good, good, good to see you guys. And uh, yeah, we've been doing it for a bloody long time and uh i'm glad that um we made it sound so bloody easy that uh <laughs> so effortless <laughs> yeah still a yeah podcast. <laughs> it, 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 it does sound effortless and, and hopefully anybody that's uh listening to us today who hasn't checked out wrestle me and not just wrestle me you've got the ramble as well and luke yeah. and pete show because uh you know you, you you're pretty well covered in the podcast world but yeah, WrestleMania in particular is is as we were just discussing before we recorded. It was the introduction to podcasts for me, and it is in what it, it it I did the same as Mark, and I was a lapsed fan, and I've ended mm. up getting back into it, and I've gone back to my youth, and and when I was a kid, and I used to sit with my nan who watched wrestling until the day she died. So <laughs> oh, nice. honestly, I, I I it genuinely does. It takes me back to when I was a kid. I remember not long before my nan passed away, I went to see her and she was uh, complaining about how much it had cost her to get the next pay-per-view. Um, and she <laughs> and she was telling me how much she disliked Roman Reigns. So... Nice. Okay. Well, I think that's that, that's a pretty standard kind of like wrestle fan opinion. I think that's fair to say. Great stuff. <laughs> that's great. To, great to hear. But yeah. Um... It's fine. You turned <laughs> up with a with a smash of a pane of glass, just like <laughs> we'll get we'll get the yeah, wrestling exactly. stuff done out of the way first. I think before we move <laughs> on to the football kits, because I know Mike, you've particularly been excited to talk a little bit about like wrestling football crossover. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's something that I quite, yeah, I quite like it because there, there's there's some strange links between wrestling and football. Obviously, obviously, people, this isn't a visual podcast, but the shirt I'm wearing is a, a wrestling football crossover. Um, so a little while back, the Mexican League did some lucha libre shirts, and this is the Atlas right. FC one, and and uh, and obviously the Mexicans, they're they're, they're pretty pretty hot on it so mm. yeah it's uh i think fo- football wrestling is, is something I'm, I'm really into a little while ago i did a big thread on um twitter as well about uh wrestlers in football shirts so that's uh that's something that, that i think a lot of people are into as well yeah massively and um i mean try and get a normal size football shirt for a wrestler though i mean they are gigantic <laughs> monsters aren't they i, I don't think you can I, I, they certainly wouldn't fit into one of those kind of um uh, player worn shirts that you see around that are like really really thin um but uh i mean yeah i mean i, I think there's been enough kind of like soccer kind of crossovers but obviously down in mexico i mean that's that's got to be like football so important and wrestling is is probably even more important and, and so kind of woven into everyday sort of soap opera life it's it, 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 it's great to see um yeah, leagues just sort of thinking, oh, well, let's mix a little bit together and, and show everyone what we got. I think we'll get into trouble with with our uh, the, one of the guys who edits our podcast, Adrian, if we talk too much about wrestling. <laughs> so I, I, I suppose we should move on to football because that is why we've asked you to come on because you mm. are a lover of football and in particular football kits as well. Yeah, I um, am a man who... Uh, about oh, 10 years ago, got my um, armpits lasered. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is World Chronicles. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I... Um... So I, I used to like sweat, like wake up in the morning, just start sweating out my pits. And I was like, this is just weird. And you can get this thing where you, you can now get like a temporary thing where they inject you with like the same stuff you inject. Um, it's botulism, isn't it? The stuff that you inject uh, uh, people's faces with to make them all smooth and stuff. Um, 
but you can basically get your armpits lasered so it, it basically kills all of the um, sweat cells. I don't know what they're called. Sweat glands? I don't know. Yeah. It basically lasers your sweat glands and, and basically calms them down a bit. Uh, and and after that, I had a good, like, five years of just absolute dream, not sweating at all. It was brilliant. Like, just absolute. It's come back a little bit, but it's still the best couple of hundred quid I've ever spent, really, back in the day. Um, but it did mean that I could wear some very unforgiving 1990s football kit fabrics that keep all of the moisture in or out or around you. And I, I, I didn't feel self-conscious about um, honking, to be quite frank. Uh, and also, I was going back and forth to Japan. So I, lo- I have a real distinct love of Japan. I do a podcast with uh, a YouTuber called Chris Broad, Broad in Japan. Uh, and um, every time I'm over there, I'll try and pick up a couple of shirts. Because the- over there, they, they really do uh, look after their secondhand gear. They really uh, take care of it. They, they, they you know... The- Basically, I I buy those shirts, and then within about a week, all everything's fallen off them. Like, <laughs> I've, I've like I've washed them. I don't know what I've done, but all of the 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 really expensive J League 1990s. Uh, lettering has started falling off almost immediately, uh, which is very, very upsetting. But they know how to take care of their kits. They know how to take care of their stuff out there. So it's um, yeah, I, I really love um, I really love jelly kits in particular because they're just silly and stupid, and their mascots are really colourful and silly. And um, yeah, and, and and you know some some of them uh, yeah some of them are stranger than others. But yeah, I really like jelly kits. So that that's kind of how I got in, into it. Really, just buying jelly kits every every, every year, uh, and I'll I'll happily and I have no. Rest- respect for the um uh, i bought there's that kind of like japanese kanji shirt from a, i think a brazilian side that came out uh, and i saw that on dh gate like the illegal um, dodgy uh, chinese thing oh I went, the corinthians I went, one isn't it yeah corinthians yeah. and i never and i never and i'm never gonna get it so i'm like i'll just get it because because no one will know and i bought it and it was a piece of crap and i was like <laughs> everyone's gonna know that's a copy so that's gone in the bin um so it, so basically uh to cut a long story short don't buy copied shirts they don't look very good <laughs> there you go that's <laughs> the biggest know. advocacy we can get for, yeah. for not going for the, the, yeah. the h gate route we can see that you're wearing the japan 2018 shirt as well from the yeah i mean i mean to be honest I, if if i hadn't been had my head down and um uh, I would have popped up and got a got a decent um, shirt, so I'm afraid this was just uh, this is the one I happen to be wearing today. Uh, a J League, uh, not J League, a Japan uh, national national shirt. That's a great one. I think I, I don't. I think you're doing yourself a disservice by saying you could have got a better one because it's All a right, good go one on. to to start with. But I, I did want to ask yeah. you because you've gone on record before, and just going back to your your removal of the sweat glands, you have mm. said before that football shirts are horrible to wear because of how wear. they make you sweat. I remember picking up, this was in Japan actually, I picked up a, uh, remember Ariston era, sort of uh, Bobby Baggio kind of Juventus. Oh, show yeah, yeah. Day. Um, it was like a big woolen jumper. It was so heavy. <laughs> I don't know whether it's like, a, a, I think it's an official show, but it's just like, it, it looked like your nan had made it. It was so heavy and it probably was like a lot nicer to wear than the ones these days but um yeah it was so heavy and it was the most expensive shirt i've ever bought but it was uh it's i've never put it on i've never worn it in anger but it sat around the football ramble uh, offices for a little while until until i took it home 
really heavy though. If that was the most expensive, can we ask how much? It was cracking on for 150 to 200 quid, I think, uh, from 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 a, from a shop in uh, I can't remember the name of it now. There's, there's they have two, I think, near Shinjuku Shibuya sort of way. Um, and again, it's, it's just a room full of absolute dream kits, and then like weird ones like the Barnsley Third kit. And you're like, <laughs> oh, where the hell have you got that from, guys? <laughs> I am. Um, I, I just I just got to say on the on the whole sweating thing, right? I've just got to quickly nip back to that because this is a problem I've suffered with for most of my adult life as well. Mm. And nobody told me about this laser thing. And what happened yeah. to me, I, I was get, I was getting married and I decided yeah. I didn't want to be a big sweaty foot for my wedding day. Yeah. So I went to the doctor and I told them I sweat too much and they gave me like a roll on deodorant that had like fucking mercury in it or something. Yeah. Absolutely. That absolutely hurts. You're like, Oh ah. my God, it is so painful, but I it's stuck horrible. with it for about three months building up to my wedding so i wasn't a big sweaty mess and it just it destroyed me from from the armpit out <laughs> but you're crying for most of it wow yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how anybody can yeah, i mean this is i mean this is the deodorant review uh, 2022 podcast uh they think it's all over but like i think yeah it's I, I just can't i cannot believe uh that they're um yeah i, I cannot believe that, that that they're allowed to sell that because it's so painful horrible it, it is it, it is but before people turn off because we're talking about yeah. our sweaty armpits Sweat. it, we've we've got to move on to newcastle kits because newcastle mm. have had some of simply the most iconic kits we've ever seen a lot of people regard one particular season under adidas as being the probably the best home and away of all time so I, i'm guessing you're obviously a big fan of newcastle kits but any particular that you you hold in high regard yeah, I think they're kind of. Um, I, I think the the McEwen's Lager kind of blue away green stripe kind of kit around sort of ninety two ninety three, I guess that was, and then it went straight into the Les Ferdinand's, you know, Peter Beasley sort of big granddad shirt classic. That everyone everyone gets excited about. I I um I must admit I bought. Uh, that kit I, I I saved up I'd done my paper round for ages and I saved up for it and it was the first thing I'd bought like over you know five quid or something for myself um, and I was so excited about getting it and I was so excited about getting it that I actually bought the bought the shirt wore it on my paper round uh, and got um, ink all over the front of it and it was just an absolute killer and the actual the little sort of beer mat of the Newcastle Brown logo uh, got all ink in it, and I tried to clean it, and and bits fell off it, and it was absolutely <laughs> heartbreaking. I've replaced it since, but it's still absolutely heartbreaking. Horrible, horrible situation. <laughs> See, I love that you're very much in the camp of football shirts are made to be worn. They're not. Oh yeah, massive. Yeah. Purposes. That's the thing, though, isn't it? Like I, I'm kind of torn. If there's a particularly nice, if it's signed or something, like like um. I took a hotelier hotelier to a Watford match and he uh, got me a uh, Considole Sapporo um, top uh, and it was signed by one of the players. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, wear that out, obviously. But I, I, yeah, as soon as I, it's, yeah, if it fits me, I'm, I'm wearing it. Because yeah, there's, you can sort of keep it and sort of use it as, you know, you might make an extra 10 quid over it, like, you know, in, in 10 years time or something. But like, Bloody wear it, enjoy it. <laughs> no, I, I'm exactly the same. My collection sits at about 500 shirts at the moment, um, ranging well. from uh, anything from sort of like late 80s. I've got Bayern Munich shirts, Aston Villa shirts, some of Villa fan, and I will wear 
anything I own. I my my collection is specifically bought in my size for that reason because I want to be able yeah, to yeah. wear it. And I and I love I love wearing them. And I I think there's a mutual appreciation if you wear an old shirt to a football match. Or if you're just out in the street and you see somebody else, and I think yeah. they, I think they look good as well. They've not got the same stigma that they used to either. It's the yeah, nod, I isn't like... it? The nod of approval yeah. when you see someone. Definitely, definitely, and and I think uh, I've even gone so far as to buy like really stupid sort of concept kits from like there's that I can't remember the name of the Twitter parody site, but it's kind of like it's Streatham Rovers or something. Have you seen them? They're like kind of like a, a yes. joke. They're a joke website, a joke team, and they just do really offensive tweets. And uh, <laughs> and they're great. And uh, in the main, and uh, yeah, they released a horrible kit that was like sponsored by like a um, like a like a like a rat poison, <laughs> rat, <laughs> a rat poison manufacturer or something. I think they're in the rat poison league or something. And it's just and it's just loads of like um, footballers for Enya and you know communists for communists for Enya or something. And it's all this like absolute hodgepodge of like well-meaning kind of satirical bollocks. Um, and I love that kit and it's purple and orange. It's got like. Like uh, it, it, uh, in the lining, I don't know how they managed to manufacture it because it looked bloody expensive manufactured. It wasn't that expensive, um, uh, uh, and it was like kind of had uh, like like leopard print on the inside of the of the collar. Uh, Bilal Zafar, the, um, uh, the 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 YouTube streamer, the the, the Twitch streamer. He's sort of a friend of Limmy's, and he uh, and he streams uh, Pez, uh, you know, Pro Evo um, uh, fan fiction, basically, and, and, and a couple <laughs> of other things. And he's bloody funny. He, he was kind of a bit of a breakout star during lockdown, and he produced. His, his, uh, he was. Uh, it, it was like um, it was. He did like a, a, his football team was like sponsored by Bongella and Hot Pepsi, but it was, it was spelled P E P P Y S. Um, and and uh, and I, I've got that shirt as well. So I like silly, silly nonsense that people are having a bit of fun with it. Really, I suppose. have you have you um have you ever seen the? I believe it's Bidale AFC uh, Heck Sausage shirts. Then no, I haven't actually. What's that? Bidale. So B E D A L E. Um, I think this this could blow your mind if you like silly shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Real nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Oh, that's fantastic. So it's like breakfast food and stuff. So like, yeah, they, they do it all the time, don't they? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, they're sponsored by Heck, who are a sausage manufacturer. That's so, right, yeah. Like the, Nippon, yeah, like yeah. the, the Japanese um, baseball team, the Nippon Ham Fighters. That was uh, that's they're, it. They're yes. Fun. Um, well, I I got um, one of my most coveted, sh- coveted uh, most beloved shirts that I bought on. We were on tour as the Rambling, and I bought the um, it was a fourth tier Spanish club, Palencia, I think. They had that muscle kit that was like yeah. all, all uh, muscular yeah. and that, and uh, and that, that's disgusting. I mean, just absolutely. <laughs> well. I didn't buy the, I didn't buy the shirts because they were a bit much, but uh, yeah, I've also got that uh, that prawn kit you know the ones with like the horrible prongs <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh um, yeah absolutely foul <laughs> i think we're gonna have to end <laughs> this here now pete you're, you're really you're not helping our shirt cred <laughs> <laughs> i'm dragging you down my level <laughs> no the, the the thing is that all that stuff within as i say our, our strange little community that we've got uh in twitter you know there are different sorts of collectors and there are some people that do literally go out of their way to collect all of the novelty shirts because we've had tuxedo shirts as you say the prawn yeah. ones there's been burger there was king a one burger king yeah there was the homer simpson. Shirt. Homer, simpson, yeah. homer simpson yeah with yeah. the with the hair. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I and i've got to 
admit that this this kind of like wrestling one is probably as gimmicky as my collection gets. But <laughs> there's there's definitely yeah there's definitely a, a following for those sort of shirts. Do you ever watch those kind of like YouTubers who do like unbox? Because like you, you, now you can, I mean, you can get mystery boxes for everything these days. But like the the, the kit mystery box openings and stuff. And I I watched quite a few of them where this guy, like people like you know lads who know their fucking stuff. Excuse my language. Uh, they 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 will um, open up a mystery box and go, that's fake, that's fake. I'm reporting, I'm reporting, I'm reporting. <laughs> and they'll just and they'll buy a mystery box of eBay and they'll just open it and go, fake, fake, fake. And they'll just know by looking at the number on the bloody barcode or something and i go fake 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 and i'm like wow that's you should need to know that (laughs) it should be a middleman i think the the problem that we've got there is you're pretty much describing us there pete are are you ever sort of um do you ever wake up in a cold sweat looking to your cupboard and going there's a couple in there and I, oh, like, all the I time where they are yeah all the, yeah the thing is especially with some of the lesser brands there's always like kind of new technology coming along or new telltale signs that no one's noticed before and yeah you, yeah you sit there at night and you think well i know i've got at least 12 deodora shirts have i ever checked that hem or that seam before <laughs> you know and then like, you quickly but have the rush what, back if, if they... <laughs> If they go so far to create fakes, like just do it properly. Like I don't like yeah. oh, they tell the sides are just like you've only got the machines that are doing it thus far. Just go that extra one percent, and you'll and and you'll just make more money and let, have less headaches. The, the 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 funniest part is like for example, say um, uh, Adidas in particular, the fakers use the same internal code almost every time, and if you search it on Google, <laughs> it right. brings up a twenty eighteen. Yeah, well, no, they're, they're cleverer than that. They do use a football shirt, but it's right. always a twenty eighteen Columbia home shirt. <laughs> just so find then, out. Yeah, just find but, out the bloody number. Get it on a my, database and we can all share it, us fakers. My favourite part of that is, like, there's, there's a bit of a paradox with it because out there somewhere, somebody has a fake 2018 Columbia home shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they have Googled and got the right stuff back. Yes, exactly, yeah. Oh, lordy. Oh. Never mind. Oh, so so back, back to you and, and, and what you like. Have, have you got a favourite shirt that you own? Um, it's, it's probably one of the J League ones. I think um, Jeff United have always got uh, nice shirts. I mean, they, they are horrific, like sort of Jorge Campos green, Mexico green, yellow, red in there. Um, but they they had um, uh, at one point a, a Sega Sonic the Hedgehog one. These kind of shirts are so kind of rare because they've got those kind of re- like got a particular uh, kind of branding, I suppose, and they, they didn't last very long. But I think, um, yeah, I, th- I think um, Jeff, I've got a few Jeff United uh, uh, matches uh, uh, shirts. Um, they're certainly not um, Sega Sega shirts, but uh, I do like I do like them. Um, Kashiro Resol uh, are, are um, uh, nice yellow boys. Uh, I've got a few of them. Um, uh, Jubilo Water. What have they got on the front of that? They have got something. Trying to Jubilo Water, uh, Jubilo Iwata. Uh, what's on there? Yamaha. Yes, I did have a Yamaha shirt. Uh, yeah. But I mean, t- I mean, to be honest, like I uh, have only ever been to see one J League match, and that was um, I got on the train from Tokyo, uh, and I was uh, to a place called um, I think I was I think I was trying to go to Kufo or somewhere like that, um, and 
I got on the wrong train and then d- ended up um, two two hours outside of uh, Tokyo, past <laughs> Mount Fuji or, or approaching Mount Fuji anyway, uh, to um, a place called Kofu, and they've got a team called Venforet Kofu, and they, they just I was I was going to want to I wanted to see FC Tokyo. Absolutely stacked it. Went to um, went to. It won't surprise you. Twenty five minutes late. Um, uh, we happened to end up in a, a little town that had a J League One uh, team called Ventforet Kofu. Uh, I think it means wind for it. Vent uh, forest wind forest wind Ventforet. Yeah, got me on it, French. Ventforet uh, Kofu, and uh, they had. I think at the time they might have had Peter Utaka, who has played in for every J League team. He's the um, He's the brother of uh, who's the other Utaka? John. John Utaka. He's the brother. He's the younger brother of John Utaka, I believe. And he is astonishingly good in in the J League. Like he's played in. He's played uh, for J League One. Absolutely scored hatfuls of goals wherever he went. Um, and he and and now I think he's in J Two, and he's still absolutely terrible. <laughs> he's, time. he's got he's got a new kind of like streetwear uh, kind of um, vibe going on, and he's and he's and he's always impeccably dressed. That 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 lad. But he. Um, but I think he's great, and and uh, yeah. But Vevrekov is my my J League team, and I bought a shirt when I was out there. So that's kind of my kind of you know my my favorite J League shirt. By virtue of the fact I actually saw the saw the team play, and they won, and they just you know it was just a team of Japanese young young Japanese lads and a, and a couple of journeyman um, Brazilians and stuff and naturalized uh, footballers. So yeah, it was it was it was really nice. It kind of like a dreamy and, and weirdly, uh, Mark from Wrestle Me, we were both out at the same time. He, he went to uh, Corrigan Hall to watch some wrestling. So it was a nice kind of <laughs> you go watch the wrestling, I'll go watch the football. <laughs> Way before we started Wrestle Me, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I remember. On one of your socials, you posted a photo of you seductively washing your car in this retro J League shirt. I'm and sure it's, it's a beaver dream, to be honest. I've not seen that. <laughs> it, yeah, it could be yeah, some sort know. of weird cheese dream that I had. But if it is, I'm quite worried about myself. <laughs> I do. I do have a lot of. I do have a lot of. Um, I mean, greens. Can you talk your Verdi? Maybe. I mean, it's got. Yes, be, that's got it. Be, because they're yeah. verdy, they're greeny. <laughs> it's got me, yeah. So um, yeah, it's got me then. But yeah, again, I've just got again. You just go into shop and because out there, like they want all like the European teams and stuff. So you can kind of get bargains, like well looked after bargains out there. But uh, yeah, I, I just like the I like how they don't seem to sort of adhere to. They sort of got right. The team is yellow, uh, but then they'll go right. This season, we're not going to wear yellow. We're going to wear blue, yellow, and white stripes. And it's like <laughs> that's not your colour. And they don't seem to care. And they've never seemed to care. And 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 like back in the day, you used to be able to get away with having a team that was like wholly uh, operated by like I don't know, bloody Yamaha or um, uh, like Kawasaki or something. So they'd all be like owned by. Um, it'd just be work teams effectively um but they had the most wonderful uh wonderful kits and they've sort of calmed down a little bit now but uh yeah there's 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 you know the hokusai um i think that's a jubilo side or maybe serozo osaka i can't remember but there's like a, a hokusai um uh, uh, uh thing um yeah so yeah just jelly teams love them love them absolutely love them. <laughs> forgot where i was going with that one never mind so no, well you collect shirts similarly to me then because i always like to get shirts from games i've been to or places i've been and i have a similar j league story actually to you mm. i've only ever been to one game and it was a complete accident because i was actually mm. meant to be in hiroshima and i was right. so hung over from the night before i missed my train and i was kept in osaka and i saw um gamba against kashiwa Nice. Okay. On the hunt for that Kashiwa shirt, 
ever since and i've never been able to get it it's impossible oh, right, okay. to get hold of yeah you know, like there's 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 j-league shirts but they, they've already got like what they on, on twitter but this they, they've only got like what what they're getting effectively i think but uh yeah i i think again that, that was i love like happy accidents like that you say oh let's go watch some football yes <laughs> <laughs> it's funny enough it's the only time i've ever sat in an away end with a home shirt on and was completely unfussed they were oh, very it's friendly, amazing. Like, really like, nice. But they'll, but they'll, you know, if, certainly um, watching uh, Vavrikov who play, I can't remember the play, but um, watching men and women just leave their wallets where they sit <laughs> and then go to the loo. I'm like, I'm going to stay that to teach you a lesson. <laughs> that's not, that's not how the rest of the world work, guys. <laughs> Works, guys. You got you, you've got it. You, you have to learn a lesson that you can't do that everywhere. So uh, yeah. <laughs> do you have a, a worse shirt or kind of like a, a football shirt faux pas something you really don't like to see um i mean i guess there are i mean anything with <laughs> anything with your name on it in it it's, it's kind of uh so there's there's a there's a there's a newcastle fan uh who can be seen out and about in newcastle and he's got like a he's got like a kind of undercut like a like a really rancid you know two dollar undercut <laughs> and, it, it, and, it, and he basically looks like me but he, for whatever reason, has, has, has written 69 and Milf Hunter on the back, right? Oh, and people will take, picture, take pictures of this Milf Hunter, 69, um, and they'll send it to me and go, Hey, Pete, you didn't say you were in Newcastle. <laughs> so, um, but on a, similar, on a similar kick, my agent uh, back in the day when I was 30 did uh, get me a, a shirt that was like 10 times too big for me. It was a nice thought, but, you know, he, he, you know it was... He got he. I was doing numbers back then, and he got a lot of money out of me. Let me tell you, doing very little work. And he bought me a and he bought me a shirt. He bought me a Newcastle shirt that was like extra large, and it had um, Donaldson on the back and thirty. I was like, well, a, I don't want any, I don't want a name on my shirt anyway, and b, I don't want anyone to know that I'm thirty. So it was nice to um, yeah, it was it was it was it was horrific. So that's anything with your name on the back, um, however funny you think you are. You're not that funny, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Unless, unless you really are that funny. I've just never seen that many good examples of it, really. Pete, are you are you familiar with a Twitter account just called Ruin Shirts? Oh no, I haven't. But I, that sounds. I right I think I think you, yeah, you'll you'll definitely be. Yeah. be he he, he this is Ruin Shirts, Ruin Football Shirts. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, oh, that that's God. definitely one I think you'll appreciate. It's it's a popular yeah. one. Rafa's within, within. seen the light. Good God, <laughs> what are you doing? Rim Drop 69. That's an Arsenal shirt, isn't it? Is that Milk Hunter's <laughs> cousin? His southern cousin. Yeah, maybe it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we're all into stuff. Wear it <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of like... Um, I remember like playing football with a lad uh, back in Hartlepool and it was... Um, uh, and he had Fowler written, and he just written it in like um, like Byro, oh. <laughs> and he and put a leg on the L, so it said Fowia. Like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. what, what what's your grail? What's the, what's the one you'd like more than anything else? I think I mean it has. To, I mean I've got the. I just I they're so expensive. The you know you got the Jeff United Sega one. I mean it's just such a good. I and and something that I've kind of gotten into quite recently is um track shirts j league track shirts like i will i i want to buy all of the j league track shirts like, this is the holy grail i'll just buy anything but i, I like because because they're, they're like the japanese are naturally smaller so they're bigger players are kind of like my size and i'm um and they fit so well those little kind of like do up um do up sort of uh tracky tops um for j league teams so i want i want more of them and i would very much like a uh yeah very much like a, a, a jeff united sega shirt I've, I've got some really like um i've got a lovely orange with like a world that's been 
been kind of splashed out splashed out <laughs> splashed out um uh and it's an old um it's an old uh i think it's mizuno shirt they they um i think it, yeah the j league mizuno shirts from the from the 90s were particularly good like you you've got like uh osaka's got a horrible sort of fragmented pink thing i've got one of them um i've got a jeff united one from that that period as well i'm trying to figure out I've, I've got a picture here of one of the teams but i can't remember what that team is and i've definitely got that shirt i actually you know what um i wouldn't mind a better version of a um what team did um gary lineker play for um that, that nagoya grandpa sit so yeah i've got a nagoya shirt with his number on uh and it's not it's not in amazing condition i quite like a nicer version of that really because you know he wasn't there for very long and um a mate asked him, uh, you know, what, what his experiences were in Japan. He just went, I literally went from the hotel to, to training and then a man picked me up and took me back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God, you really made the most of that, didn't you, Gary? <laughs> One thing that we all, we all talk about um, is how, like, shirts bring back memories of, of football mm. as well. No. The, the one question I like to ask people is like, as a shirt fan, it is is one of your sort of like earliest memories because of the shirts. So like, so like for example, for me, one of my earliest memories of football um, was actually a Liverpool versus Sunderland FA Cup final, which I believe mm. was maybe ninety two, mm. when Sunderland wore that what I think now is an amazing away shirt um, that you can't even describe. You have to see it. But that that sort of thing just takes me back. Are there any shirts that do that for you that just take you back to your childhood or to moments and just that, that really stick in your mind. Yeah, I think the Jorge Campos um, are goalkeeper's kits. And he was a tiny little fella, uh, but he played in goal, sometimes played up top, scored quite a lot of goals from, from free kick positions and stuff. So, yeah, he, uh, yeah, I think I think those kind of kits, his kits uh, in particular, um, really, really make me, uh, make me, you know, oh God, I wish it was, I wish it was still uh, 1994. Uh, but um, <laughs> the, uh, I think, I think, I think going back to, the, again, the McEwen's Lager and Newcastle kit, I mean, it, it, I have to choose a Newcastle kit there because it was, it was my first actual kit was uh, McEwen's Lager one, I think, um, uh, because it, I, I think my my most co- my favorite one that I bought was the one that I ruined at the, at the um, on, on my paper round. But the first one I got, I broke my arm months earlier, um, and my mum told me to go to bed with a paracetamol and then i was like oh, my, my, my 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 elbow still hurts and uh so she took me to the hospital she went i suppose i'm gonna have to take the hospital then so we went to the hospital and uh she yeah, she saw the x-ray and uh, went white because uh, it was an absolute shit show there and my elbow had started floating down my arm and it's horrible um i was trying to do a cleansman dive and then absolutely uh, whizzed out of it uh, whizzed out of it and, and and put my arms out and broke my elbow and um, but um my mum bought me a McEwen's Lager shirt uh, for that. Actually, it might, was it McEwen's Lager? It might have been the blue. It might have been the big blue star uh, Newcastle kit from the early nineties. It might have been that one actually, uh, the the bigger version of the star rather than the smaller version. But uh, yeah, it, that 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 sort of takes. Whenever I see that, I sort of go, oh, that's Nicky Papavisalu and Peter Beasley and Paul Bracewell and you know the pre proper Premier League sort of uh, squad where it's just like yeah I mean we're just buying anyone who's available <laughs> I was just about to ask you so when you wore that who were you in the playground oh Peter Beasley every time there's still people in town in Hartlepool who uh who because I because I used to have actually I did have a, a named shirt I had Beasley on my back um and I always and I always played um as Peter Beasley because he's just, just such a what a what a footballer and what a silly end to a you know, great <laughs> career and you know, just, just like an idiot. um 
I'm a bit disappointed you didn't say Barry Venison and you had a big Barry Venison mullet as well. Big old mullet. Yeah, no, I don't think I can, <laughs> can manage that. And my favourite player was always Scott Sellers. And I remember like it was it was when they just signed Ferdinand and uh, and he it, it, w- I was watching Hartlepool, uh, Brian Honor's testimonial and they came down with the you know, Premier League squad and everyone was like, oh my God, like, these, are, these are absolute money. And uh, I remember Les Ferdinand just jumped three humans high and I was like what? <laughs> what the hell and and at the end of the um, match everyone all the kids just ran over the thing with the with the test Brian on a testimonial uh, th- uh, um, uh, what do you call them what do you call them um, what are the books the books you get at the start of the game oh um, programs uh, program. programs with the testimonial Brian on a program and uh, everyone ran over it like Les Fernand and uh, would you know have been there do you know might have featured um and i run over to um journeyman uh midfielder scott sellers and he was confused <laughs> he was like what are you doing over here i was like i love scott sellers he's played in every position like my other <laughs> favorite player steve watson <laughs> no it, to be honest with you I, i'm even now as a, an almost 40 year old man i still prefer those sort of like strangely obscure players within the squad like i I yeah. recently bought the um the, the special edition Bayern Munich shirt they just did. It's like a an Olympia Stadion Olympia special, and I had to get Eric Maxim Chupo Moting on the back. It, I, I I didn't want any of the the Mullers and all of that. And even <laughs> even going back through my collection, I've got I sort of like I've um I've got just players that most of the time people just I think if I wore it out, people would think I had my own name on it most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those. I got one of those. Uh, you know, like the Newcastle fans have the Joe Linton um, kind of Hawaiian shirt with um, with Joe Linton, uh, you know, little, little picture of Joe Linton on. I I made a Scott Sellers uh, one of those, <laughs> um, and I sent them a, a Panini uh, sticker with like Scott Sellers, like the, the like, you know just a Panini sticker because I was like people might need some explanation about who this is. But I don't know why they did did it, but they the company diligently cut around Scott Sellers's head, and I was like, we're gonna need the more information. It's just a man. It's just a man. <laughs> yeah. So one of the questions, Pete, we always like to ask people when they come on here, and it's always, uh, you know, a source of, of of consternation for them. But I'm going to ask you anyway. Mm. Fantasy combination. You've got mm. any shirt, any player, any era, any club. Yeah. Which combination would you choose? Um, I really like uh liked football Italia back in the day. I really because the Newcastle connection, I suppose. But the um, but the uh, Ariston uh, Juventus kit. I like, there was a reason why I bought it. I bloody love it. I think it's iconic. You know, Bobby Baggio, etc., and uh, Ravanelli and stuff through the years. And um, I think. I mean, it would look exactly the same as in your cast shirt, wouldn't it? There's no better uh, wearer of a shirt than, <laughs> than, than, than the footballer Les Ferdinand. Uh, Kate Mason from the Football Rumble, he, she interviewed him uh, quite recently, and he is still absolute superstar uh, quality. He's, he's so good-looking, and he looks iconic, and he looks amazing. Um, and I think... And we've not had such a handsome striker. Callum Wilson's getting there, I think. Uh, it, it kind of like... I think Callum, Callum Wilson sort of um, has the same kind of like you know, bone structure, like really good looking lad and he really makes the shirt look amazing. And Les Ferdinand uh, was the last one for me who who also uh, made the shirt look amazing. So Les Ferdinand in a UV kit uh, from the 90s. What was the other question? Is there anything else in there? That's it. I'm just surprised yeah. you've gone for the woolen shirt as a very sweaty man. Yeah, I just That's want to the see big... the man sweat. I want to see him glisten. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, 
I've got I've got to just shoehorn a little bit more wrestling in just before we sign off. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put a twist on that question, right. and I'm gonna say if you could see any wrestler from any era mm. walk out to his match, so we'll say at WrestleMania in yeah. any football shirt, what wrestler would you choose and which shirt? Uh, I'd choose uh, Junkyard Dog, the uh, wrestler from like the eighties uh, slash seventies slash uh, early nineties. Um, uh, a, a man who did not uh, always take care of himself physically. <laughs> um, big fat belly, um, but I, I love him because he was quite important. Uh, he wasn't a great wrestler, uh, but he would howl and bark. Uh, and I, I just, I just, you know, you just warm to a wrestler when you've got no reason to walk to a wrestler. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you just kind of like, I really, I really like him. Um, uh, despite, and nobody else seems to, uh, but yeah, Junkyard Dog uh, in a really dirty, like <laughs> Arsenal shirt, like a, like a Dreamcast <laughs> Arsenal shirt that he's found under a, under a, under a washing machine in the junkyard. I'd like that. There you go. Pete, honestly, thanks so much for taking the time. We'll let you no, off man. for being 25 no, minutes late. Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and yeah, if anyone doesn't, please give the Football Ramble, the Luke and Pete show, wrestle me a listen because it gets me and Mike for our weeks. So yeah, check them out and check Pete out on Twitter as well. So yeah, Pete, thanks so much. Twitter, that's a bit of a mess at the moment, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> see you later, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You know, guys, I really enjoyed that. It sounded like a lot of fun to record it and turned into a bit of a J-League special in the end, actually. Yeah, we weren't expecting it, but obviously both know that Pete's a huge J-League fan, but didn't realise he had quite so many shirts. But you can tell the man's a pro, can't you, Mike? The way he oh. he was he led that interview. We were the we were more the guests in that in that little segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did notice that actually. Yeah. Um right, on that, let's move on to our second edition of Scotty Rants. So th- this was inevitable, but we- we've been ha- we've been hand gifted this week's topic because they've released the shirt this week. So my rants this week are Napoli shirts, and I- I'll struggle. I think I'll really struggle to find somebody that doesn't agree with me. But these cunts need to be stopped. So this I counted this year. We're already on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, nine fucking shirts already. Nine shirts. And they're all fucking horrendous. But not only are they horrendous in the design, they're also, how they do it is ridiculous. They've released the Valentine's Day shirt. Can anybody tell me what day they wore it? The fucking 17th of January. Who releases a Valentine's Day shirt and then doesn't even wear it on fucking Valentine's Day weekend? Halloween shirt? Didn't fuck it and wear on Halloween. And they're all disgusting. We've got UEFA. Somebody designs a really nice shirt, but it's got a little bit of colour out. They're like, oh, sorry, mate, you can't wear that. But they're sat back letting these shit cunts release nine shirts a year. And we're in January. We've not even finished yet. Who is going to stop them? Who? Please. And this is coming from the person that loves a box. Well, you can still shit in a box, and they're doing it successfully.
thank you, Scott. Now, the good news is I've checked with Ofcom and we are allowed to swear nine times per half an hour. And um, you've used all of our allocation up in 45 seconds. Anybody got anything else to add? Do you know what? The funniest thing is Scott swore a lot in that, but only nine times, which is, shows how many kits Napoli have released. Because it's the same amount. <laughs> <laughs> Also, this gets lost in uh, in in audio, but you should have seen, listeners, how animated he was genuinely getting. Oh, uh, I, I think maybe we'll release the video of this one so people can see how animated he got on this one. Am I right, though? Am I right? Well, well, who could who could argue that that Valentine's one in particular is terrible? The last two, that and the Christmas one with the reindeer on, it's like they've given up. They really the, have, the Christmas is the worst by far. What, like, the I, I, the lips. Yeah, I think so. What the fuck oh. did you want that, 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 look, that big red nose? Oh, it's hot. It's just, it's awful. Like that Christmas one for me is, is probably one of the worst football shirts ever made. Yeah. It's Microsoft and they've just gone right, stick that in a printer, get it rattled off. Also, from certain angles, it looks like a puckered arsehole rather than a set of puckered lips. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, Tom? I wouldn't know, actually. I don't know. I don't know. I've been told. Good stuff. Good stuff. So next week, we'll have to find out what uh, Scotty rants about. Missed kit history this week. We've had a pretty full episode, but that'll be back next week, Mike. Definitely. Yeah. As we touched on last week, I'm going to follow on with a little bit of history about Liverpool next week from, from the Everton one about the split and and why Liverpool wear red, or at least why some people might think they do, whether it's true or not, who fucking knows. Sounds good. And we're looking at introducing a second new feature for 2023, the Dear Tom feature, in which you get to ask a Dear Deirdre type question to the podcast. And uh, you can remain anonymous if you like, but Tom will give you his best agony aunt style advice live on radio. And that's the best bit you've just said. It will be live. Tom is not going to be able to see the question until we record. So he's going to have to answer it. And this is the first time hearing about this. So (laughs) bring it on. (laughs) If if anybody's got anything, I I think this this isn't just, I don't think it should just be problems that you've got. With, with shirts and so on. I think if you've got a mate being a dickhead about something, if you've got, you know, people who don't appreciate your your hobby of shirt collecting, if you've got a wife that keeps nagging you about buying too many, tell Tom about it and he'll tell you exactly what to do about it. Yep, that's all. Um can we maybe agree that I'm not not, you know, liable or anything like that? <laughs> uh, well, what happens happens, but you know, <laughs> You can only speak from the heart. Uh, what else have we got coming up next week? What's the feature next week? We have got a very special feature with a friend of mine, uh, a guy, a gentleman by the name of Chris Pender, who is the chairman and I believe owner of uh, Malvern Town Football Club. So he's going to be talking us through what basically goes on, what what's involved in running an on-league club and the struggles and the battles that they go through just to, you know, Get, get a bit of interest in, in non-league football. And their latest shirt has been getting a little bit of press recently, hasn't it, Mike? It certainly has. So it's a special shirt that's been made by Hope and Glory. Um, it's known as a, a, basically it's a, it's a shirt that has been designed to play under floodlights for, for maximum visibility. And we may have a little giveaway with one of those coming as well, because Chris has said that he's going to get one for us to give away to one of our listeners. Just gets better and better. Uh, we would just like to thank everybody for listening and interacting. Uh, this year has gone really well so far. I mean, we touched on it at the start of the episode. You know, there's a lot of people listening and a lot of people 
enjoying the content. So hopefully we'll be able to to bring you some more throughout the year. But again, just thank you to everybody that supports us. It really means a lot. They think it's all over. It is now. Now.